Hey, here we are. What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about shining. Welcome, Welcome to Inspired, Inspired to Shine. Hey guys, I am so excited to chat today. We have Emily Penrod. She is an amazing woman and we kind of met by like happenstance. We sat next to each other at a marketing event and I was like, this is my like soul person. Like, I just want to be her. I want to be her when I grow up. And she does some really cool stuff. And the thing that really got me interested in her is her hypnosis that she does. When, before I was even into mindfulness, someone had told me that you totally have to be hypnotized and it's like really cool thing and not hypnotized like they do at the fair, but like real deep hypnosis. And then I sort of ran into Emily and I'm just so excited for you guys to get to know her a little more and to, for her to tell you more about like what hypnosis is really like, because most of us only think about it at the fair. So which is so true. We do. We think of like the old timey, watch the, watch the clock, watch the watch, mm -hmm. countdown, yeah. and then, okay, you're not yeah. going to make me do something weird some, or anything, right? So I'm excited right. to hear. Yep. Yeah, yeah I, I totally relate. I grew up in that era when the hypnotist was the villain in the movie and he was dark and mysterious and evil. And, and I never really had much interest until the, a few years ago, I met someone who was teaching a hypnosis class, and she was just a, a really great human being, very compassionate, caring. She had been a nurse, and I took the class just because I thought, you know, I really don't know much about it. And I, I, I have been interested in mindfulness for years, and you know, I've, I've taken yoga and meditation and I, I really think I'm also a retired school teacher so I have profound respect for the human mind and I think that we grossly underutilize it so I was fascinated to learn more about my mind and soon recognized hypnosis is a powerful tool you know you've already mentioned your you you, you may not realize it, but you actually go into this state of hypnosis several times a day. Um, have you ever bought something you hadn't planned to buy? <laughs> you know, advertisers are very skilled at this. Now, this is a case of hypnosis without your knowledge. Uh -huh. And have you ever become so absorbed in a task that someone's got to shake your shoulder to get your attention? or even, you know, when you daydream. So it's just an altered state of awareness. It's sounding and to me, and I've kind, of, I've kind of thought this before, that there's a real blurred line between meditation and self-hypnosis. Yes. Do you agree with that? I totally agree. They are very, very similar. And, you know, and it's very individual, you know, what, you may find you're grab, you gravitate more towards one than the other or a different approach. There's no, really no right or wrong way to do mm -hmm. self-hypnosis. So, so go back just a little bit and just tell us a little bit about kind of like your entry. What were some of your first experiences with mindfulness and what were you looking for? Kind of how did that start for you? Down you know, I've always, I've always wanted good health in all areas of my life. Life. That's just kind of been something I've been aware of 
as long as I can remember. And I started with yoga, I think. I started with yoga. I love that idea of, you know, the stretching, the, you know, just calming your mind. And I've also done tapping, you know, emotional freedom technique, and just knew that that there are ways to better connect the mind and the body. Mm-hmm. I think I really experienced that. I have uh, lower back issues. And it used to be that just suddenly, for no reason, I didn't know why my back suddenly went out. But as I strengthened that mind-body connection, I began to recognize what was going on. And I I started being able to prevent that from happening just from tuning in to that. That's amazing. I love it. I love it. Mind-body connection. Yeah. Yeah. And I learned what to do to prevent it. So I didn't have to wait till I was in pain. (laughs) Yeah, my next question for you was like, what is the most important thing that you've learned about this energy mind body connection? You kind of answered that is like learning that you can control it. Um, And that's just, I think it's really amazing. We have a lot of people who come to the studio with this sort of physical problem. And I think it's really cool how that how that mind body connection can totally help with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. And just learning how it can move you further than you thought you could go. It can move you out of your comfort zone into achieving. A hundred percent. Yes. It absolutely has that, has that kind of control. So what do you do on a daily basis? What's your own personal practice with energy, other energy stuff, or specifically like, do you do self-hypnosis on a regular basis? What does that look like for you? Yes, I have a, a morning and an evening routine and it's just part of my day. As soon as I get up, I, I, I love the stretching. I find if I can keep my, you know, go through some yoga moves, just some simple stretching, that's a vital part of it. And then I do some well, still some meditating, kind of planning out the day, how I want it to go. And I do some self-hypnosis, just connecting with my higher mind. And, and again, focusing on what do I want to, well, it reminds me of the golfer who visualizes dropping that perfect putt, and they do it to the point that it just happens. You know, you're your body doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined. So the more vividly you can visualize that, yes. the more successful. And then at the end of the day, I am reflecting on everything I'm grateful for, everything that went right. Too often we focus on what went wrong. I think we need to spend time. And, and that's good to an extent, you know, okay, I need to improve this. I can tweak that. But, I'm a strong believer in gratitude. Love that. I saw Carrie's face light up when you were like, visualization. (laughs) Carrie is really huge into visualization and just like having a gratitude practice. Um, So I was like, Carrie, that's you. You love that. In fact, 
In fact, so this morning I was working on, we're doing an event at our studio. And as I was putting together the Facebook event and adding the picture in, literally in my mind, I'm picturing bunches of people milling around, doing this, trying this. I'm like, picture, I'm like, oh, it's going to be so amazing. And, and I feel like that's so powerful to think. And I, and I listened to another thing this morning that it said, um, if you're spending more time thinking about the present and your present conditions, then you are the future and what you want to create, then you're, you're really limiting yourself. So we should be spending more time in that future. I'm so busy. I have all of this. I'm on this vacation or whatever those things are that are important to you. Spend more time thinking there than what your current circumstances are. Ugh. My house is too small. My kids are so this. I'm so yeah. whatever. Yeah. Spend more time in that like place of visualizing all that. But you're, Jasmine's absolutely right. Visualization is one of my favorite things to do because and I love it. It makes you feel so good, and I feel like it's so effective. So it is. Like, it is. Perfect and, storm. And you said a powerful. You made a powerful statement there. Focusing on what you want not on what you don't, you, you attract what you focus on. Mm -hmm. So focus on what you want. Yeah, exactly. Cool, cool. Did you have a so, question, Jasmine? I do. So we're talking about like all these really cool things. What is the most powerful thing that you wish you would have learned sooner in your mindfulness practice? For me, it was that I'm capable, that I can do it and that I that it is up to me. I think, you know, sometimes you start out looking for someone or that magic trick that's going to fix you, that will just make everything better. And you really need to start, at least I wish I had known, just start with yourself, take responsibility for your life. And, you know, you've got to be an active part. It's, it's like if you hired a fitness trainer, they can't do the exercises for you. <laughs> right. Right. I think that's huge. We had, we had been checking, chatting with another lady, Sarah SEO and um, our CEO. And she was talking about that same thing, how she kind of went through all these different modalities. And she finally was like, I wish I would have just stuck with one. And just instead of looking for that next thing that like, mm -hmm very masculine energy that kind of drives us to the next thing. Cause so you want results now and we don't want to wait for them and we don't want to do the work. And we kind of end up at the beginning of our practice popping from thing to thing to thing. When, if we would have just stuck with the one in the beginning, we probably would have been just as far along and just as happy, probably farther along in our journey because we just kind of focused on the one thing. And I just think that's, I, I felt like that was a really powerful statement that she made and something that I definitely I think I struggle with sometimes because you're like, oh, this is such a cool modality. I wish I was doing that too, but it's just so much to take on. I think the one thing that this, that we all have in common, whatever our modality is, whatever we love and are really, really good at is what you're saying is so, so important is that for the, the very first step is that people have to accept just like we each did that we have so much more power than we initially give ourselves credit for, right? We kind yeah. of think that outside things are going to fix, but it's that first thing is you're not going to fix whatever until you accept that I have so much more control 
than anything else outside of me. Would yes. Like that's what you're yeah. saying. Right? Yeah. I feel like that's so like, Ooh, if we could get everybody to think that <laughs> we're yeah. so powerful. It is, it is, it is totally empowering when you realize that your life is in your hands. You can make of it what you want. Yeah. So why not make something beautiful? Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Do you want to tell us about some of the things that you have going on and sure. projects? Yeah. What are your favorite things to work on or do? Well, I, I have a really soft spot spot for families. I have a family of my own. And then I was a school teacher for 24 years and I just, I started my own podcast in support of families just to provide useful information. I think, I think parents are really our society's front line. <laughs> you know, they're, they, they're really under a lot of pressure. So I wanted to provide useful information to them. Um, and I have a, a, a parenting class called Power Parents. And it's to help them learn how, well, parents are the ones who are programming their children's subconscious. If they, know, if they can learn how to do that effectively, that's powerful. And I love so to do that. I think it is so hard. Yes. You want, and like, you could have all the best intentions on the planet. You yep. could want all the most amazing things for them, but it is so hard because each kid is different. And then you have multiple of them in your home and they're both different and they don't understand why one's treated different than the other. And, um, I, I, for one, am super excited for your parenting class because I, you know, I live an energetic lifestyle and I want to help teach my kids that, but I also don't want to be this crazy, like hippie Nazi mom that is just like throwing all this stuff at them all the time. And I think finding that balance is really hard. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what you do with that class. I think it's going to be really oh, cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, and I know, I know. And in, in the best of all possible worlds, you would always be calm and everything would go smoothly and work would never intrude on family life. And it just doesn't happen that way. Yeah. That's just, that's just not real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and then because I'd love to share the power of self-hypnosis, I also offer self-hypnosis workshops. Um, by the end of the workshop, you will be prepared to institute that this practice in your life, however fits you. And then, and then of course, I also offer private sessions and can you kind of give us a couple, you know, of course, can you give us a couple examples of some cool things that have happened in the process of you working with people or them taking? Um, yes. Um, I have worked with uh, one woman who wanted to become a, a non-smoker after 40 years of smoking and in a few sessions, we were able to arrive at the why she started smoking. Remove, you know, allow to see, quite often we start a bad habit with not, not, it's not in our best interest. And when we're finally able to see this is not and let that go, we're able to change that habit. And that was really exciting. She told me she 
had tried patches and just about everything there was to be tried. And on her last session, she said, I really am a non-smoker. She visualized herself as a non-smoker and she said, I don't even think about it anymore. So cool. she wrote me a way cool. But that's been exciting. I've also seen um, people just be able to make a mind shift from feeling trapped, negativity, to feeling a release of being able to move forward. Do you, do you find that people tend to, and this is something I find in my practice, is they tend to be bothered by something they didn't realize. Like they start these negative habits with something they didn't even know existed in their life. Yes, yeah. I think that's so crazy. And I tell people that a lot. I was like, sometimes these big issues, a lot of times someone will come into a session and a lot, they'll have like a plan, like we're going to work on this or that or whatever. And we end up working on something totally different because that was really, once they dug deeper, that wasn't even, that was a result of an issue. It wasn't even the issue that we needed to work on. And once we were able to kind of work on the actual source of the problem, it was so easy to clear the rest. Yes, that is exactly what I have found too. And, you know, it's, again, I don't think most people appreciate how much their subconscious affects them. All those programs that have been written since, yeah, you know, since earlier forever. in childhood. Yeah. Or before. Yeah. The programming yeah. that you just get yeah. here with because yeah. of generational stuff, parents, things that they went through, traumas, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 That's and interesting how sometimes we're trying to treat the symptom and we really need to get to the source. Yes. Yes. So I have one last question and then we can let you go on about your day. I always ask healers what they're like super excited to learn to bring into their practice. Because I think that as, as we go through this, like, whole worlds open up for us. And there's always this kind of next thing that we're like, oh yeah, next, once I've finished this and I've mastered this, this is the next thing I kind of want to learn to bring into my practice. What, do you have anything like that that you're kind of excited to learn and bring in? Oh, definitely. I am learning more about a client-centered, more of a client-centered approach where you're allowing, you know, you re I really don't even need to know what their issues and problems are. And I'm just allowing them to make greater use of all of their mind. And I really think, you know, our bodies were made to heal themselves. And I think within us, we probably have all of our answers. Sometimes we need, may need to call on divine source. Definitely there is that. But just enabling them to discover they have that power. So I'm in the process of learning this approach called the Simpson Protocol. And it's, I'm loving what I'm learning. It's changing what I'm doing. And it's going to be a powerful tool. I'm really excited to be offering more of that. I love that. I think that's so cool. Just that inner healing and just teaching you. And that's something we talk a lot about in our practice too. Our goal is for you to not need us anymore, 
that yes, we taught exactly. you how to do it so that you don't need us anymore. Of course, we love for you to be in our group and to be around and your energy to kind of help other people too. But our ultimate goal is that you don't need us anymore and that you can self kind of self soothe and you can, self, yes. you can self heal. And I think that, oh, you I know, Maslow called it self-actualization. I don't know, whatever, but just becoming, just allowing people to become their best self. And that means independent, self-reliant, no longer, you know, able to do it for themselves. I love what you're doing. That's great. I feel like it's kind of tricky because I feel like there's a whole bunch of our population that have been kind of just conditioned and they feel really comfortable in the space of not feeling good. And they just don't want to take control and they don't want to, they just want to, they just want to stay attached to their labels and what they think they are. Isn't it so weird? Because I feel, and it makes me, because sometimes I'm like, wow, it feels so broad reaching to say, you can fix this or we can help. We can fix this thing. It feels like, well, and that's kind of something that I've had to like work through is, you know, really saying I can totally help you because people get so attached to their problems their issues and it they identify with it and and getting people to believe that you know let go of that right yes well they start to identify with it they feel like this is who i am this is what i am mm-hmm. I, i've seen that a lot um especially as people age they expect to say <laughs> their health will decline and that they'll lose it and they just won't be able to do as much and and it's so unfortunate and I, I feel like they see us as a little on the fringe of saying, when we're saying, you actually could fix this. Like, we yes. actually can do this. And we get seen as, so I don't know, maybe that's my own personal thing to keep on working through because I don't feel like it's so weird. I feel like it's, we can do this. We Very can realistic. do this. And we're not wackadoos because we think that you can do this. We just have so much confidence in our brains and our mind-body connection to be able to work through these things so that they become, one of the things that I like to say is we want this to, it's whatever it is you have or you've dealt with is part of your story, but it doesn't have to be who you are. Like it's going to go away. These things these circumstances, these parts of your story, they're going to say they're part of your story, but let's get you to a place where they don't control you anymore. And you can control where you go from here. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. Do you feel like you do a lot of educate? I feel like a lot of my business is education. 100%. 100%. I feel like if I don't, whenever I start a Reiki session and whenever I start anything, I always am teaching you about the energy in your body. I'm always like, it's just to me, as I go forth and I'm in it longer, I'm like, how does this not make sense right away? How does, how do I have to teach this? But it's like, people don't even think about the fact that they have energy in their body. Like in science class in high school, we're taught that everything has energy, Yeah, but our body doesn't. And we, like it's just going to flow perfectly naturally all the time. And we don't have to spend time with that. I think that's just, yeah. I think people just don't even think that like in in general, they just, that's not even, and I would say me, me six years ago, I didn't, that wasn't even a thought. Like it was just things happen. I react. 
and it's a process of learning and practicing it until you get to a place where you realize, oh, I get to control how I respond to the things that happen around me. And I have, I have the control. So I love that you're teaching and helping people do that on a really, really deep level. Do you feel like yeah. that's what you're doing? Yes, yes. And I, I feel like it is meaningful and needed. And it's, it's, to me, it's just, we're putting more positive energy out there in the world. That's what we need to do. So in your parenting class, um, are you teaching parents how to, are you kind of working with them to change first and understand? Yes. Are you giving them the tools to then? Exactly. It starts with you. That's the first session is, yeah, yeah. When you become a better person, you become a better parent. Love it. Yeah. I we say that so much to everyone and like, especially, I think it's so hard for women to take a minute for themselves because they're like, if I'm away from my kids, then I'm not being a good mom. And I'm like, well, if you're stressed out, crazy person all day long, you're not a good mom either. You're not connected to them. And you're just kind of rushing around trying to pick up the pieces of everything. And yeah, it just doesn't work that way. You're never going to catch up. You're never going to catch yeah. up. You're never going to have peace in your home like that because you're rushing around all over trying to, and of course, like it's not perfect all the time, but we can be better and we can oh, yeah. live peace. It, it's like the old uh, analogy on the airline. They tell you, you put your own oxygen mask on first. Exactly. A hundred percent. Yep. So how can someone reach you? How can someone sign up for these amazing classes that you have going on? I have a, a website, Hypnosis for Motivation, and the four is the number four. That's hypnosisformotivation.com. Um, and I have a Facebook page, uh, one under my name and then one under Hypnosis for Motivation with information on my services. Um, free 30 minute consultation. We can talk, we can make sure we're a good fit. I want to help people. Awesome. I love it. You have such a good heart. I'm so glad we got to chat with you today. Thank you. I <laughs> thank you for this opportunity. Okay. Well, we'll let you get on with your day. And if any of you guys that are watching have questions for Emily, just put them in the comments, message us, or you can message her and we'll make sure that you get her information. If she is someone who is just calling to you to help you because we're all healers and we all want people to find help wherever they can get it. And I think that Emily is fantastic and you would be in amazing hands to have her help you out. So, okay. We love you guys. Thank you. Okay. Thank See ya. Thank you. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode today. We hope you found something that's super valuable to you. We would love to connect with you outside of the podcast and I'll leave our Instagram, a link to join our private Facebook group and an email address in the show notes. If you love today's show, we'd love to have you leave us a review or share it with a friend. Always remember you owe it to yourself to become everything you've ever dreamed of being. Have an amazing day.